this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about something I absolutely adore. It is one of my most beloved pastimes. I was unable to do it during the pandemic as I wasn't feeling well. However, I do feel a lot better, and it wasn't due to the global situation. I just had the blues. Sometimes you just have the blues. And as busy as I like to be when I make things like this, and you'll see that was a mom joke in just a minute. I I really don't make a lot of special sweet preserves unless I know I'm in a happy frame of mind. Because what we have in our emotions, in ourselves, I believe is reflected in the food we prepare for others and ourselves. So today, open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on honeys. That's right, I told you you get that mom joke about bee earlier because today we're going to talk about making herbal honeys. Let's get started. love sweets. I admit it. With pride and freely. However, the body does not do well with too many sweets. So it is important to not go too far with the ingestion of them. In other words, don't just eat sugar. Don't just sit at a kitchen table and open up a packet of sugar and eat it. Okay, I'm guilty of that, but I've stopped doing it. I don't do it now, but I did. And I know that it it has cost me a lot as far as being the healthiest person I could be, but I'm working on it. But honey is a weakness, so I indulge in it sometimes, not all the times. But when it comes to herbal honey, I get to indulge in it and have a memory and a flavor of my garden as well. It can enhance other foods than just tea or biscuits, which I have nothing against honey butter biscuits. I'm here for it all the time. But making herbal honey is a little bit different. Now, some of you may feel a little bit nervous about the thought of putting herbs into honey. And it's okay. I understand. And then the rest of you definitely may feel some sort of trepidation when I tell you that the herbs don't have to be dried. They do not have to be dehydrated. Okay, so pick your jaw from the floor if you've never heard of this. I will tell you why. Honey itself is very acidic. Honey has the kind of preservative quality that it's not going to necessarily need you to have completely dried herbs. However, and this is important, the herbs should be clean and they should be dry 
but not necessarily dehydrated. Don't put them in there with any kind of water or extraneous moisture. In other words, they shouldn't be dripping with dew or anything like that. They do need to be dry and you just put them in. The only thing I want to make sure you understand is that not every herb is really suitable for this. My recommendation is always contact your uh, state extension office for agriculture and make sure that the herb from your garden that you want to make honey with in this regard is safe for use because I use certain kinds of herbs but you may have something I've never heard of and I don't want you to get yourself sick remember we don't just put anything in our mouths focusing on a specific kind of honey today though because I have found it's one of the most versatile herb honeys that I make or I should say create or no no I'm making it because the creator created it so what I'm going to say is that you don't have to do what I do in order to enjoy this you can have somebody else do it or you can show your child how to do it or a friend how to do it and get them to do it next time. So you don't have to do it. Why am I saying this? Because anything you learn and learn how to do, I believe would be really great to teach others how to do. And the best way to teach them is to have them do it, especially if they're doing it for you because you get a double benefit of having passed it on and getting to eat their honey. I mean, I'm just being honest. If I can get other people to do it the right way, I'd love to have an entire room full of people making herbal honeys. How great would that be? I mean, you've heard of quilting bees and sewing bees. You know what's about to be said, right? You know it's coming. Pe prepare for the mom joke. It's coming. What about honey bees? Dutch. Okay, it wasn't that bad. Don't look at the radio that way. It wasn't terrible. If you're looking at your phone, don't look at it that way. Come on, it was funny. Today's herb that I love so much and that is the one that I use the most will be rosemary. Rosemary honey just is a very strong taste. It is not an obnoxious taste. It's a very herbal taste. Obviously it's an herb, but there's just something a little bit woodsy and spicy about it to me because it is rosemary. And I don't always take it from the stem. Sometimes I like it on the stem. So that changes the flavor, believe it or not, rather than just taking out the leaves themselves. I do not prefer the dehydrated rosemary to the fresh rosemary because it does give an extremely different taste. But if you cannot get fresh rosemary, you can usually find it at your grocery store. 
but I am not a snob, and I will use dried rosemary if I have to. I just, I like, I just like saving stuff from my garden. That's all. And the process is really simple. First, I make sure that it's not covered in anything gross. I generally, if I have time, will cover the section of rosemary plant that I'm going to gather from the next day with some sort of cloth. And that way, bugs aren't likely to get onto it. It just makes it easier. And then I can pick it up the next day. Then I cut it off, rinse it a little bit just in case something did get on it. Um, and then I pat it dry with a paper towel. I usually will wrap it with another paper towel and let it sit for a little bit just to make sure it's truly dry. Once that's done, that usually doesn't take more than a half hour at the most, I will place it in my honey. Now, you want to make sure your jars are clean and sterile. And there's a couple of ways to do that. You can either boil them or you can put them in the microwave and put them on a minute filled with water and that can help too but they should be cleaned first and I'm also going to make sure that my jar lid is clean so once all that's done and I've let it dry by air preferably I'm going to add my honey Now here's something that's important when you're doing herbal honeys. Herbs don't come in smooth blocks. That's not how they work. They have nooks and crannies and all kinds of cut marks where you've cut them from the original plant that has little edges and things. So what you want to remember is that it's important for the honey to saturate it. One of the best ways to do that is to kind of bruise the leaves or to make sure you split any, if they're very woody kind of stems, you want to split them and put them in that way. Now, fill your jar about a third of the way full with the honey before you do anything else with the jarring. Once that's done, put in your herbs. Pack them in as much as you're going to. I'm going to tell you it's easier to put more herbs in than fewer and the reason is because you want it to be super strong that way if you run out and you're down to your last you can always add a tiny bit of other honey to it to kind of have a, a subtle hint of the flavor kind of like adding water to the bottom of a tomato juice to, or a tomato sauce jar you get a weaker version but at least, at least has a little bit of the taste but once you've got those all those herbs in there to where you can't fit any more then you're going to pour the rest of the honey in. Never fill it back up over the top of the jar. I know it's going to sink, but you don't want that to happen. And when I say you can't put any more herbs in, I want to be clear. You will never go higher. You will never go higher than giving yourself a full inch from the top of the jar when you're just putting in the herbs. Those herbs should be cut short. So what I'm saying when I say don't put any more, you can't fit any more in, I'm talking about you're making a solid layer on the bottom. If you need a visual example in your mind, 
see yourself with the honey in the bottom of the jar at a third of the jar, right? Pack in as many herbs as you can on the bottom. The honey should be no taller than three quarters of that jar. Mix with the herbs. It should not take up more than three quarters of the room in that jar once it's packed. But still at least an inch from the top of the rim of the jar. Actually, I mean the neck of the jar. The reason it's so important to leave so much room is because not only are you going to add more honey, but it's because there's a lot of air pockets that you can't see that's in that jar right now. So this is where your chopstick comes in or a plastic debubbler or even a plastic knife. You're going to start pushing everything down and sliding the, bu the bubbler or the plastic knife or the chopstick down the side of the jar first. That will release some bubbles. It's going to take some time because you want to make sure everything's in there. You're also going to push your herbs down. Really push onto every surface of the herbs to make sure that that honey bubbles up. You will be surprised, but the honey is going to sink down into your herbs. It will not take up as much room as you thought. Now you're going to add a little bit more honey. Repeat the process all the way up to where you get just about to a little bit below the neck of the jar. All of the herbs should be submerged. There should be no herbs sitting on top of the honey. None. Absolutely none. Now some people fill it all the way up to the very top and some people leave room. Personally, once you've got all the bubbles out completely, I recommend you fill it all the way up to almost the top and then keep pushing it down. You don't have to. I do that because I like to make sure I have plenty of honey in there just in case it settles a little bit more and I know the herbs won't float up. But you don't have to. As long as it's a little bit past the neck and everything's submerged, you should be fine. And then you can put your lid on and cap it off. Once you've done this part, you're going to sit your honey in a shelf, or rather on a shelf or in a cupboard, and leave it alone. Leave it alone. And you can let it sit for about three or four weeks. If you want to put it in the, in the sun in the area in your kitchen, it'll probably go faster, which is about two to three weeks. Maybe two if it's a really strong spice. But keep in mind... And this is important. We're not heating up our honey in a double boiler. Not if we want to keep the healthy benefits. You could do it if you're doing it for dinner that night and just warm the honey, don't fry the honey, and put some herbs in it and put it in a double boiler or a crock pot with water in it and a jar and warm it up to serve that evening if you just want it for flavor. But if you're doing it for all the good benefits, let it sit and let nature do its work through time. I 
use my rosemary honey in a variety of ways. Yes, you can add rosemary honey to Earl Grey tea. I know you think it'll clash with the bergamot. It won't. It will taste so good. But don't use a lot until you're used to it. The next thing I use the herbal honey for, specifically rosemary, is if I get sick. If I have had a cold or I'm just feeling bleh, I will get some rosemary honey and I might take some by itself in a couple of spoonfuls. And no, I don't stick the the spoon into the jar. That would be gross. I pour it into the spoon and I take a couple of spoonfuls or I will make something with it like a tea by itself. Just hot water and honey, maybe a little bit of lemon and drink it that way. And yes, I know it's not a true tea because it doesn't have tea leaves, but that's what I'm calling that hot infusion. But here's something to remember. Before you can do any of this, you want to take the rosemary out of the honey. You want to take it out of the honey before you start using it this way. So after the first two or three weeks, or if it's in a dark cupboard, four, you're going to take everything out, take your jars out, and you're going to have to strain your honey from one jar to another jar to strain out all of those herbs. Now, here's the part where you're going to be sad because you're like, I want to use those herbs. I don't want them to go away. It's okay. It's all right. The essential oils and qualities are already in the honey. If you just really want to use them, you can pick off the leaves from the stem and bake them on top of some bran muffins. It'll be fine. Or you can use them in a nice bread, a nice warm loaf of bread. Add those uh, honey leaves and it will be amazing. You can even freeze those leftovers to do that at another date. I hope you will try it because it is one of my absolute favorites. And you will find that different rosemaries have different tastes, just like different honeys have different tastes. And here's where we are right now. The golden rod here is about to pop by my hive, well, my husband's hive. And I'm going to tell you, the honey is going to take a different turn. It's going to take a different flavor. Just like the hive is about to have a different smell. They've been eating clover honey all summer, and it's been delightfully light. Once the goldenrod pops, the honey flavor is going to be stronger. It is not going to taste the same. You will find that honeys during different times of the year at your honey cellar are going to be different colors. Keep that in mind when you're making your herbal honeys because it will affect the flavor. I hope you'll try this. I love sharing things that I love with my friends and we're friends, right? The book's not out yet, but it's just about to be because I've been working on the second book. I thought it would be out by now, but I had a bit of a snag with the publisher um, as far as new formatting. I'm not a very techie person, so learning how to use the margins and everything is a little bit difficult for me sometimes so it is what it is but keep your eyes and ears peeled because it is coming and I think you'll be sweet on it you get it an episode with honey and I'm talking about sweets and no you that 
I thought it was funny. I hope you thought it was funny. But I also hope that you'll join me here again, here on my magical cottagecore life. You're the bee's knees.